Josh Haston here, Israel Uncensored, on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com. It is Monday, the 7th of August, 2023, the 20th of Av, 573, coming to you this morning from Gush Etzion, Judea, Israel, just south of the eternal capital, Jerusalem. Hope you are well. In your part of the world, another beautiful, bright, sunny summer day here in the Jewish state. A lot going on once again on the terrorist front. Yesterday, reported here by JNS, Israeli troops foiled an imminent attack, killing three members of a terrorist cell near the northern Sumerian city of Janine. So this terrorist cell, apparently they were already in their car on their way to try to murder Israelis on the roads, as we've seen many, many times before. And the elite units of the IDF and the police, the Yamam, taking on these terrorists in their car, shooting down three of them. And it's so ironic that, you know, they just want to see dead Jews, these terrorists. That's all they care about. They have three, three bad guys on their way to carry out an attack. Israel kills the terrorists and then Hamas, Islamic Jihad, PA, they call foul. They call Israel, uh, accuse Israel of carrying out a massacre. So you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And that's the way they play it. And that's how they win points in the propaganda battle by accusing Israel of carrying out a massacre. So if, in their minds, Israel should let these terrorists go out, carry out their attacks, kill Jews, murder Jews, and then everything is fine, then everything is kosher. In other words, Israel should not act and take out the terrorists before they murder. That's obviously what they want because they want dead Jews. So if Israel stops an attack, we carried out a massacre. If we let the terrorists murder Jews and then we kill the terrorists in the process, then we carry it out a massacre. There, there's no way to win for them, with them. And then today is a day of uh, protests because Israel killed these terrorists and didn't let them murder Jews. And people fall for this logic on Twitter and all over the place, they accuse Israel of carrying out a massacre because people want dead Jews. And when Jews are dead, they're happy. So they don't want Israel to preempt any type of strike to foil these attacks. They want the attacks to take place. And sadly, it's, it's not just coming from Hamas and the terror groups, but from the enlightened, enlightened nations of the world also. They want to see dead Jews. We'll talk about Jamie Foxx later on as well, because it's all it all relates. Everything is, uh, uh, you know, two sides of the same coin here when it comes to Jew hatred. So going back to this attack here that was prevented, according to authorities, there was a terror cell. And they had rifles in their cars headed out to the roads to try to murder Jews. 
Head of the cell was Naif Abu Suez, 26 years old, from Janine, a so-called prominent military operative, we'll call him a terrorist, who was involved in other attacks against uh, Israeli forces in the past. His plan was to carry out a drive-by shooting, and uh, we see the video footage showing how the attack was thwarted, thank God. Unfortunately, a day earlier, also reported here by JNS, a 42-year-old security guard from Tel Aviv was murdered in a terrorist attack. Chen Amir, 42 years old, may God avenge his blood. He saw a suspicious Arab on the corner of Montefiore and Allenby Streets. He approached him along with his partner there. And as they were questioning the Arab, he drew a handgun, opened fire, killing Chen Amir, father of three, three daughters. The second security guard chased the terrorist, shot him, and killed him. So another day, another, another terrorist attack, another Israeli murdered. Last week, you had Israelis injured in Malaya Dumim. You had a car targeted in the Jordan Valley. And here on this Shabbat, two days ago, a hero, a true hero, prevented what could have been a big massacre. The fact that these security guys saw something suspicious and acted saved who knows how many lives. A massacre, a massacre was prevented. And again, I know... The brave men and women of the IDF are out there 24-7 trying to prevent these attacks. And in this case, this hero prevented what could have been a huge attack. But there still has to be a greater deterrence, whether it's the death penalty for terrorists, deporting the terrorists' families, putting the checkpoints back in place, Immediately demolishing the house of the terrorists, not waiting, not waiting months and months and months. And of course, it starts at the top with the Palestinian Authority, who are still paying terrorists and their families. But I'm a broken record, folks, on this issue as we talk about more and more attacks. And it doesn't have to be this way. Let's see how our leaders respond. Once again, another opportunity for our leaders to respond in a government, so-called right-wing government, which committed themselves to taking down the terrorists, and that's one of the reasons they were elected, but yet it's nearly daily. It's a nearly daily situation here in Israel and different parts of the country and of course not just Judea and Samaria many attacks of late here in Tel Aviv at the same time over the weekend JNS reports the Jerusalem magistrates court early Sunday ordered two Jewish suspects arrested in the shooting death of an Arab over the weekend they are to be held in custody for five additional days Alicia Yared, 22 years old, and Yechiel Indor, both from the Binyamin area. It all started off on Saturday 
when there was a scuffle between Jews and Arabs. And at one point, and again, an investigation is still going on. At one point, the Arabs were attacking the Jews and one of the Jews sustained, sustained a serious head injury. His skull was shattered, and I've seen the pictures here on this. And yet, what seems to be a case of self-defense by the Jews has led them to be arrested. All right, and we're talking about Jewish shepherds and Arab shepherds and a confrontation that broke out. According to the Israeli news site, Akol Yehudi, um, there were shepherds out there grazing when a group of Arabs approached and told them to move away. And then the scuffle broke out. Now, again, I don't have the details of the incident yet. But if you ask me what happened, this was a case of a group of Jews attacked by Arabs and they used self-defense in a life-threatening situation. This Jewish shepherd had his skull shattered in the hospital, surgery. That's my guess, okay? Yet he's somehow the one under arrest. And, of course, the U.S. State Department blaming the so-called settlers, equating this incident with the terrorist attack in Tel Aviv. And the other Israeli news sites downplaying his injuries. First of all, I saw on one site saying he was hit by stones. Take check out the pictures of this Jew with his head smashed open. Little stones don't crack open skulls, but huge rocks do. So again, maybe I'm jumping to conclusions here, but if I were to bet what happened, I would say the Jews here were fighting for their lives. And that is why they had to use their arms. And that is why an Arab died in this confrontation. But it remains to be seen. And who knows? Maybe we will never get the truth out of this. The lawyers for the Jews who were arrested, of course, saying they acted in self-defense. And a lot of the establishment and the media and even security forces are just saying, well, this is just another example of Jewish settler violence. That's what they call it without even knowing all of the details of the attack. And I've seen these, or the incident, I should say, and I've seen these before. Okay, I know firsthand how these situations play out and how it's automatically assumed that it was the Jews looking for trouble on Shabbat, right? They were on Shabbat out there looking for trouble. It just doesn't add up. But hopefully, hopefully one day we'll get the truth about what happened here. I brought up actor Jamie Foxx before, also reported here by JNS. He actually apologized on Saturday for a social media post that was seen as anti-Semitic. The Oscar-winning actor's expression of regret comes on the heels of a notorious anti-Semitic comments last year from the rapper formerly known as Kanye West, which caused a national uproar Jamie Foxx said, hey guys, I want to apologize to the Jewish community and anyone else who was offended by my post. I know my words were clumsy and, and have caused offense. Clumsy anti-Semitism, that's what this was. That was never my intent. To clarify, I felt 
betrayed by a fake friend. And that's what I meant about they, nothing more. So Jamie Foxx wrote, this was his post. He wrote, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? The post was followed by the hashtags fake friends and fake love, whatever that means. But of course, throughout the centuries, Jews have been accused of killing Jesus, which has fueled anti-Semitism throughout the ages. Um, Last week, American rapper Cardi B posted and then deleted a picture of an ultra-Orthodox man, of ultra-Orthodox men, rather, looking as appearing as Jewish lawyers celebrating a decision by the Las Vegas police not to file charges over a recent incident at a concert. In other words, Cardi B posted also anti-Semitic imagery. So it's Cardi B, it's Jamie Foxx. Listen, folks, it's coming, okay? I mean, it's, it's already here, but it is coming. The normalization of Jew, of Jew hatred in America... And of course, we have Jew hatred here in Israel. I just spent the first 10 minutes of this podcast talking about it. But when they start up with us here, our boys show up in the villages and take care of business. And we saw that just yesterday. But yeah, I said it before, we need to do more here. But at the same time, we have our own state. We have our own army over there. It's flat out scary. Living here, at least living here in Israel, I mean, you have a real purpose, a sense of purpose. And I don't know if I'd stick around and see how things turn out in the U.S. or in other countries. And that's my really, that's really my Aliyah pitch for today. And I know that might offend some of you out there. So, you know, and well, you may be offended. But listen to what the Hollywood elites are saying and what they're getting away with. Using 2,000-year-old anti-Semitic tropes. And that is flat-out scary. Be careful out there. That's my advice. If you're going to stick around in the U.S. or, I don't know, of course, in Europe, if you're going to stick around there, that's where you want to put your fate my advice is to be careful out there, but I won't hesitate in calling for you to come home. So, again, if I've offended, I've offended, and I won't apologize for it. But I am definitely making an Aliyah pitch here with the Hollywood branja, as they say, the elite. Openly, openly with these anti-Semitic tropes out there on social media. The Jerusalem Post switching gears here. Jay Post reported yesterday a, a Hamas-controlled military court in Gaza issued death sentences by hanging against seven Arabs accused of collaboration with Israel. Two others were sentenced to life in prison with hard labor after being guilt, found guilty on the same charges. The names of the conf, convicts were not released they were all accused of communicating with hostile parties. PA human rights groups have criticized Hamas for issuing death sentences against residents of Gaza. 
The crackdown on collaborators reflects Hamas's growing concern over Israel's intelligence capabilities in Gaza. My question is, where are the other so-called human rights groups on this? I'm not talking about the ones under the PA. I'm talking about, I don't know, HRW or all these other phony amnesty, all these other phony human rights groups. I shouldn't even refer to them as human rights groups. Um, With them, it's crickets, right? Because Israel isn't involved. These hypocrites are way too busy looking to see if Israel's building playgrounds or kindergartens in Judea and Samaria to care what these kangaroo courts say in Gaza. Such hypocrisy here. Hamas can do what it wants. It has a hall pass. And if it it wants to put people to death in this kangaroo court, it'll put people to death and everyone will be silent. You will not hear about it from any, any of these baloney, phony baloney, so-called human rights groups. When it's Arabs putting other Arabs to death, crickets. When it's violence in Africa, crickets. But when it's Jews standing up for their rights to live in places like Judea and Samaria, these so-called human rights groups bust out with all the apartheid claims and occupation and settlements and illegal, and they use all the terminology that they have no problem doing. The obsession with Israel, the Jew hatred, the one and only Jewish state in the world who they pick on time and time again. Running rampant, but not a word when Hamas executes, puts people to death. In those cases, they remain silent. The Regavim organization, they do amazing work exposing the illegal acts taking place throughout Israel, north, south, east, west. And in this case, the environmental terrorism being uh, undertaken by members of the Palestinian Authority. Yesterday morning, Sunday, Arabs set fire to an illegal waste disposal site near the Shar Benjamin industrial area. After this, after many warnings from the Benjamin Regional Council to the civil administration that the lack of enforcement would lead to the burning of the mountain of garbage and air pollution. They're burning garbage. They're burning garbage outside the Benjamin industrial area near the community of Migron where they dump garbage. The Arabs dump illegally there. And then yesterday they started burning the garbage. The civil administration doing nothing. And this is affecting health. This is a health issue. This is an environmental issue. People are breathing in this dangerous, cancerous substance. Who knows what's in that air? Breathing in garbage. A complete failure on the part of the civil administration. And where are the environmentalists on this? Where are the activists? Nope. When it comes to the Jews and Judea and Samaria suffering, let the Arabs burn their trash. Another example of immense hypocrisy here. Human rights groups don't get up when Hamas and the PA are fighting and killing each other. Or Hamas is sentencing people to death and the environmentalists stay seated and quiet when Arabs burn illegally outside of Jerusalem. It's probably affecting the air quality in Jerusalem also. The health breathing in this, these carcinogens or whatever else, garbage. 
which is absolutely horrible and terrible for the environment and the air quality. And nobody doing anything, not the civil administration and not the environmental groups who sit, the hypocrites sit there because it's not happening in other parts of the country and other parts of the world. Let the so-called settlers breathe in this toxic air. They say nothing and do nothing because of their politics. Absolutely sick. But I want to end here on a positive as I try to do almost every week. Just reported this morning. I saw by Times of Israel, Israeli judoka Inbar Lanier won a gold medal on Sunday at the Hungarian Masters 2023 Championship in Budapest. The top achievement for the national squad that will bring home three medals. Israel won several medals, a gold, a silver, and I believe a bronze in this international judo competition israel exceeds in judo one of the top countries if not the top country in the sport all over the world congratulations to inbar lanier winning gold yesterday at the hungarian 2023 masters tournament in budapest and that's going to do it for today another edition of israel uncensored on the land of israel network at the land of thank you for your feedback on the dan diker interview got a lot of positive feedback on Dan Diker's analysis of the situation between Israel and Saudi Arabia. We'd love to bring more of those cutting-edge interviews on this program here in the near future. A little bit hard right now. It's summer, a lot of people on vacation as we enjoy this beautiful, beautiful weather here in the Jewish state. I was just at the beach on, on Friday down in Ashkelon. Simply beautiful, gorgeous um, and I hope to get to the beach many more times here throughout the rest of the summer. Shout out to Benjamin Bresky, engineer extraordinaire, Tabitha Epstein for everything everything that she does behind the scenes. Get in touch with me during the week. Josh at thelandofisrael.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. That's where you can find me. Everyone out there in the wonderful world of ours, be safe. Shalom, shalom from Gush Etzion, Judea, Israel, just south of Jerusalem. The eternal capital of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Have a great week, everybody.